Hey y'all, it's Pat. I play Leland Deacon. I'm John and I play Mort McCoy. This is Ray and I play Cami the Kitsune. Hey, I'm Adam Bash. I'm the storyteller and welcome to Brute Force. Patrons, welcome to the Gilded Ram Grog House in Tiru. I've called some Jasper Spit Whistle, and boy, it feels like it was only yesterday we were here, but now here we are yet again. You know, uh, schedule is kind of, you know, working on in its wonderful ways. You know, you get into a real routine, being in and out of a place week in and week out, and never missing a day. And the, the, the nice thing about that is that, you know, the regulars can come in from time to time. And of course, you recognize them, and they recognize you. And you share a little wink and uh, perhaps a drink and move on with your days, ships passing in the night. But uh, somewhere in your heart and in theirs, you're both entwined in a dance as old as time. Ah, young hearts. Anyway, where were we last time? Of course, yes, uh, the brute force was actually making their way into the palace in Frostreach the crown city of Gern. It was an interesting situation. Uh, the, the, the boys, as they call them, you know, Mort and Leland, were in the process of trying to infiltrate the castle proper. And of course, they had brought along the world's greatest distraction. And by that, of course, I mean a show featuring me. Well, myself and, you know, a lot of other people that were in the retinue at the time. Um, you know, lesser name people like um, Yanov or Kami. Um, we were in the process of putting on a show to try to lure the guards away from the, the castle. You know, it was a whole, a whole thought out thing. It was really well planned, and, uh, but you really just had to be there. Well, and of course, as one would expect, this plan was going almost according to plan. Um, there was the issue of a few minor unnecessary murders, but, I mean, we had Leland along, so I'm sure he had his reasons. Okay, so Mort and Leland, you guys are in the keep. It's a hustle. It's a bustle. There's a lot of movement. It's pretty easy to kind of be nondescript right now. You guys are benefited by the fact that uh, Leland has his mask. Now, Leland... You had to activate this and take on the appearance of someone uh, nearby. So was it just some random ass dude? If so, what did he look like? Or is it one of like your compatriots that you travel with? Who who does Leland look like today? Are we twins? No, I went into the scullery and I, I chatted up some folks and I was like, hey, hey, would you say around here you're like important or like, like, you know, if someone call you, if someone's they'd be like, oh, that's that's. Tom, Tommy, the, the the scullery man, he's the one that peels the potatoes. Or would they see you and say, who's who's this guy? And he said, everyone knows me as Tom the Potato Man. So I slit his throat and I stole his face. And then you remembered you had the mask. Wait, so you essentially walked into ye old, like, mm-hmm. uh, Jimmy John's and just took yep. whoever ja- was James there. Jonathan's. I went to James Jonathan's for James a sandwich experience. And just found someone that was back there rapping mm-hmm. like 20 subs mm-hmm. a minute. 
mm-hmm. and took his face. Mm-hmm. You also picked someone who was really well known throughout the keep, so <laughs> you know how to mm-hmm. pretend that you're him. Well, no one, no one, no one talks to him. No one talks to him on account of he's the help. Oh God! Um, but they know his face, so I can kind of get in and out. No one knows what he sounds like. Okay. The murder was a bit unnecessary, but... Yeah, no, but further on towards the road of redemption, I suppose. What's one sin atop all the others? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna buy some papal indulgences. I think Lady's kind of given up on the whole redemption thing. Yeah. Ain't no redemption. <laughs> so being a Bobby ain't so bad. <laughs> Sometimes it's a boomerang. The redemption arcs back, you know what I mean? He's trying to roll the odometer over. Does something so bad that it becomes good. Ultimately, I'm going to do something that saves a bunch of children. You can go back in time and prevent the children from working from you in the in the mines. Yeah, the only thing I got to redeem is is minor child labor. I don't have to redeem any sort of other stuff. That it's a double jeopardy. Well, if it's child labor, they have to be minors. What's ironic is they were they were minors and also minors. Yes, double minor. Double Jeopardy! You can't get in trouble. You cannot take me to jail because it's double minor Jeopardy. We're talking about it already. We're already talking about Ashley Judd. We're already talking about Ashley Judd. That's who I look like, Ashley Judd. Ashley Judd was was the potato man. Mm-hmm. But like a masculine Ashley Judd. Oh. So, so Maskly Judd. Yeah. <laughs> Maskly Judd. <laughs> that was his name, actually. Maskly. Yeah. Oh, God. And now you've got a mask of Maskly Judd. Okay, it makes sense. Okay, so you guys are maneuvering around in the keep. You would probably say that guard and soldier patrols are fairly present. It looks like they're a little bit on edge around the keep, which, you know, makes sense. They are currently at war, so that does make a little bit of sense. But as you guys are maneuvering around, you can also see where Cammy and your retinue have set up the show near the gates. And it seems to be drawing a, a minor crowd. Uh, and so the hope is, as that show goes on, if the show goes on successfully, maybe it will continue to draw the attention of some of these guards. And that can uh, make your maneuvers a little bit easier as we go through here. So that's kind of the plan. So what do you guys, what would you guys like to do? Where is your focus drawn right now? I kind of want to find out about Ephraim's, like, daily routine see if there's like you know a moment where he always goes to this part of the keep or you know he always goes and takes his afternoon shit at three o'clock or something you know somewhere that we know he's always going to be so we can maybe confront him at that point okay and where are you go where are you going to find that information i think maybe we need to go back to the scullery and find like some maids or or no butlers or something. Okay, you find a murdered body there. It's under a mountain of potato peels. <laughs> you find a lot of people really upset about Maskly Judd's death until he suddenly walks back <laughs> into the place and they're like, wait a second, Maskly, you're okay. I'm perfectly fine. What you have there is a pretender to the, the scullery throne. He took a magic potion and stole my face, so I had to defend my honor. This is what I sound like. Also, by the way, it's your friend Maskly. Judd. I prefer the version of this story where he's buried under a stack of potatoes somewhere and we yeah. can just pretend his body's not found yet. For sure. <laughs> okay, you guys have re-entered the scullery. Uh, a word that I honestly don't know what it means. Can someone please explain to me what a scullery is? Isn't it like, sort of like the kitchen sort of thing, right? Yeah, dog, it's a small kitchen. A scullery is small a small kitchen. kitchen. The back of a, the house. Back of a house. Used for washing dishes and, and other, other dirty, dirty household, household work. work. 
Like peeling potato skins. Okay, I'm, I'm glad you guys uh, found the same definition therein. Uh, what house is this? So this is just the kitchen of the keep itself is the plan? It's like an overflow kitchen. Yeah, it's like the prep station. It's another definition I found. Where you peel the potato skins. Specifically, Okay. potato skin peeling back here. All right, well, you guys are, are heading in there. There are guards around, especially because you guys are, you know, kitchen is a place that they kind of keep an eye on. Poisoning is always a concern when uh, one is in a castle. That's a sentence I never thought I would say. So you guys are going to have to roll me a stealth. Well, they're they're not going to question Muskly, surely. Yes, which is why uh, Leland does not have to roll me a stealth right now. But uh, Mort, you absolutely do. Uh, I can do some... Well, yeah, I've got really good stuff. I was going to say I can do some deceit, but yeah, stealth makes much more sense. Uh, six. <laughs> like wind. Hey, I think you did okay. Now, are you just like a shadow or are you doing that thing where like you just walk confidently into a place with a with like a yellow blazer on and people just assume you're supposed yeah, to be there? I just act like I'm meant to be there. If anyone stops me, I'll just be like, I'm apprentice potato man. He's showing me the ropes. Oh man, that's great. We've been needing an apprentice potato man around here for a while now. We got so many potatoes. And, um, <laughs> hey, Maskly's pretty good, but he's not able to handle all those potatoes himself, you know what I mean? I mean, who can handle all those potatoes, really? I mean, hey, wouldn't that be a woman? Wouldn't that be a woman? In memory of Spud, Spud Webb, the greatest potato peeler to ever live. Well, enough about the brass tacks of the potato business. What are you, what are you guys up to today? Isn't this your day off? Isn't this your day off there, Maskly? You know, ain't no, ain't no rest for the wicked. You know what I mean? <laughs> You know what I, I mean? hear that. I hear that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But no, really, sh- sh- shouldn't you be off, uh, I don't know, doing your thing? No, I'm trying to get some overtime. Maskley Jr. Uh, needs dialysis, so I need all I need all the <laughs> all the money I can get. I'd actually heard about that, and it's, it's unfortunate that uh, that you've been working so hard, but, I mean, you've got those 14 kids at home to support, and only you supporting them. 14, So, 14 you know, I really kids. appreciate what you do. You're a good person. If anything would ever happen to you, I swear, that would be terrible I for try, those children. I tried to tell my wife, it's pussy, not a clown car, but she just wanted more kids. So we had and four. Then unfortunately, she died. God rest her soul. That's what, that is what I, that's, it, I was there, you know, it was sad. I'm I'm still in I'm still in mourning. All right. Well, anyway, I uh, don't know what the don't know what we're doing here. I was just coming in to see. You know, have you have you seen you seen anything weird lately? You seen anything oh, weird happening? You lately? know how we joke. You know how we talk around here about the weird things that've been happening. Yeah, right? all, all of them. All those things. Did you remind me of them? I hit my head, and now I don't know. I'm gonna to, to, for my 14 kids. Oh, my memory. Oh, I know how that happens. Sometimes it's uh, you slip on a you slip on a potato skin. Next thing you know, you're forgetting you're forgetting your own name. Way slippier than banana peels. Potato skins. No one thinks they're slippery, but you'll slip and slide right on sons of bitches. Underappreciated. Underappreciated slipperiness factor. I actually, no word of a lie, did slip on a potato skin a couple of days ago <laughs> after peeling some oh, potatoes. Wow. Wow, that's that's rough. That's rough. But you know, you're you're still you're still sticking to it, right? Sticking to the job. Yeah, no, that that was actually me in real life, John. She <laughs> slips on potato skin, not more. I know. I was just rolling with it. I was just rolling with it. We were I was in making the it a part of, of the part oh. of the. Yeah, we were we yeah, were doing I was a show it a part over of, here. Part of the theater of the mind. <laughs> theater of the mind. Maybe more did too. Well, you know, I'm just talking about. You know, we make all these potatoes. 
so many potatoes. Yeah, we grow them in the ground. Tubers. And then we can't even put any salt in the potatoes. Nope. They're unsalted. They're plain potatoes. Boiled. It seems unnecessary, but you can't find salt anywhere in this in this pantry anymore. Used to be everywhere. Used to be pretty much the only seasoning we had. That and saffron. But now you can't use either. That's really weird. That is. Why? Why do you think that is? Uh, it's a high sodium. There could be. A, there could be. They could be needing to, you know, get off of sodium so they can get their thyroid levels checked for accuracy before they ablate any sort of weird thyroid uh, condition with radioactive iodine. By the way, I, I I can't help but notice my plaque there right behind you. Peasant of the year for Maskly. What what a great guy I am. It would be a real bad thing if I were to ever. Go, go missing. It says that I've donated hey, listen, so much to the community. Honestly, this has been, Maskly, I, th- I feel like I need to talk to you about this. This has been an incredibly difficult year for almost everyone here in the keep. We've had so much tor- turmoil, oh, tumult. It's been a really hard thing. And we've all kind of banded together to a certain extent under your leadership. And we see you as kind of an iconic figure of the the joie de vivre, that kind of like uh, champion spirit within each and every one of us. It's because I'm so bon vivant, you know? Exactly. Exactly. You're hors de toilette. <laughs> and then if anything were to ever happen to you, I think that it would fundamentally change the lives of thousands and thousands of people around this town. Absolutely. I don't mind telling you that. Probably co- cause a riot in the keep, I reckon, as well. Probably, right? I mean, let's not get crazy. Let's not get crazy. It would just bum a lot of people out for sure, though. Nothing will ever happen to me because I'm the best looking son of a bitch that ever lived. I ain't never going to die. And we're going to find out what happened to all this salt. Come on, Pinsley McGruber. That's That's his name, The Apprentice. Let's go find out what's happening with all this salt. See you later, best friend and best man at my wedding. All right. See you later. See you later. Uh, or, or, uh, Thank you for not asking my name. I appreciate that. <laughs> I know. Well, I, of course I know your name. We're, we've been best friends forever in the scullery. That's right. It'd be weird for me to ask you your name. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, hey, hey, Mort, why do you think? Do I you think re- you'll find my name's Pinsley. Pinsley? <laughs> Do you do you really think it's a it's a thyroid thing? I was va- I was just vamping there. Oh, I, I really. Why do we think? Why do we think the salt's gone? Oh, cause cause the the vamp the vamping thing. Oh shit! The that's vamp. right. You guys can't do salt. Yeah. Well, I, I I guess we've cracked the case. We're we're oh, yeah. finished. That's all we were here to find out if that was a vampire. I think. Yeah, we I think we did good. it. I guess. Let's go home. Redemption ahoy! I I did it. I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> nope, still Go here. I guess the there's more redemption to be done. Can I roll a notice and see if I can find some kind of like rotor slash schedule for like the kitchen staff or like wait staff or something? Mm-hmm. So I can find out when you know Ephraim takes his meals or whatever. While he's doing that, I'm gonna pull a face out of his satchel. What should I do with Maskley's <laughs> actual face? <laughs> I forgot about the mask power. I was doing a Devil's Rejects bit, remember, from the crazy Rob Zombie movie, and now I got this. So, so that's his his actual face. <laughs> this this right here is his actual. Right. Um, <laughs> I've been reading a lot of Stephen King lately. <laughs> I, I I guess maybe put it back on his face and use the the mask. It seems like it'll be bad news. I think it's really going to hurt my redemption arc. He was like really the best guy down. <laughs> 
Can maybe chuck it in one of the fryers where we're doing the, the fried no, potato God, skins? No, God, what's your problem? <laughs> oh, my God. That's the that's worse than the face removal. Good God. <laughs> that's the worst thing I've ever heard. I'm just going to keep it in my satchel. I regret bringing it up at all. I hate that I did this bit. That is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, while you roll and investigate, uh, we're going to pop back over to the show that is going on. A meager crowd uh, is there as Jasper Spitwhistle finishes up his third limerick. <laughs> we are not even halfway through this episode and he's finishing <laughs> he's finishing up or does he have more limericks? He's 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 finishing up his third limerick for sure. Oh, but he, OK, OK, good. None of them were even the slightest bit body. Can you give us an example of one of them? Yeah, I don't know what a limerick is. Uh, <laughs> uh, so his his limericks are slanted in a way where it appears like it's going to be body, and then it just becomes very normal, uh, and it sounds like he's just telling a story about a friend of his. Like, there once was a man from Nantucket who really enjoyed Nantucket, and... <laughs> When he went there, he found that his hair uh, was long and lustrous, uh, and he really enjoyed the way uh, that it made his uh, coiffure stand up. So it doesn't follow the format. No, it, doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't follow a the, the the expectations of limericks. No. And uh, the audience is growing um, increasingly impatient. There once was a man from Vrim whose cup was filled to the brim. He slipped on a spud and came down with a thud and... <laughs> and now Leland is him. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, uh, he's he's bombing, basically, is what I'm trying to tell okay. you right now. Jasper is out there bombing. Uh, he seems wantonly unaware or unaffected by the fact that he is bombing. Okay, Cammy's main plan right now is to completely throw Jasper under the bus, right? Mm, I know good. for a fact that you have seen the great American musical, The Producers, wherein they mm. save springtime yeah. for Hitler by making fun of Hitler, correct? I have seen mm -hmm. it. I made you watch it. Yeah. Cammy's plan is to communicate to Bobo because Bobo mostly communicates with American Sign Language. Cammy is going to try to communicate to Bobo that Bobo needs to intentionally and very obviously sabotage what Jasper's doing so that we get the audience on our side by saying, like, look, we set up the idea of a really bad act and now we're just going to dog on this man. And that's sort of the bit that we're doing is we're just going to dog on this man. And it's going to be funny because he's trying to do his act and we're messing it up. Right. And then Satchmo is going to okay. come in for the hat the hatrobatics and that that'll be our finisher um but yeah i like i know he's chain smoking i know bubba's chain smoking so maybe we'll do mm -hmm. that thing where like like a mean um like christine Berinsky type is is doing the smoke and then like ashing it right on his shoulder and blowing it right in his face i love christine Baranski. <laughs> thank you i love christine Baranski. and then uh she gave me a mommy thing but it's fine he's on the llama and so i think I think we can do a bit where uh, he's smoking and constantly ashing on Jasper, but the, he doesn't really have control over the llama. Ribbons is doing whatever. So it's like wandering back, wandering around back and forth in front of Jasper while he's trying to do his fourth limerick. And then Bobo is just ashing and blowing smoke on him. Okay. We absolutely can do that. Okay. Uh, I need you to roll a performance. Not a rapport? Yeah, it's a rapport, I guess, yeah. is the performance skill for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll I'm gonna roll the different dice I'm gonna switch my dice up because these dice have been rude to me. 
Okay. Okay. That's a six because my rapport is a four. My, oh, no, my empathy is four. My my rapport is a three. So that's only a five. Okay. It's still it's still a very, very good success, by the way. Like that's a plus. That's five. Fives Hell are yeah. fives are very good. So the crowd is kind of starting to turn and has like the first volley of produce has already been sent on its way up. It's mostly potato-based produce. That's just how they do sure. here in Gurn, apparently. It's very potato-heavy. Bobo, like, catches a potato as it gets launched up onto stage. And he starts this little act where he's chain-smoking, ashing on the brim of uh, Jasper's hat. Yes. And, like, to the point where Jasper's little feather on his hat has caught fire and he does not seem to notice yet. Perfect. While Bobo is just, like... Treating this potato like an apple, just taking chomps out of this potato and spitting peel on the ground kind of all around. And the people here know potatoes. They know this is a dangerous situation for Jasper. His hat's on fire and there's slippery potato peels all over this stage. <laughs> this is at this point, this is like jackass for them. Yeah, this is good. the level of danger here for Nitro Circus uh, that's going on up here is uh, astounding. How do you want this to crescendo? Cami is is very open to putting Jasper's health and wellness on the line to, for entertainment. Cami is Cami feels very good with that. That's surprising, but okay. I mean, I'll follow that far. Sure. Well, I mean, he's immortal, so you can do whatever you want to him, right? Uh, yeah, he he has plot armor, so yeah, yeah, Cami can True. fuck with him. Yeah. So <clears throat> I think that the way that this like kind of Christian notes to the next act of our performance would be if when like how ribbons is walking can kind of bump up against him and force him to start moving around while he's trying to still maintain his cool until his fourth bad limerick because it's gotta be that he starts slipping on those potato peels it's gotta be yeah. it's gotta be that he's slipping so that bobo can immediately catch him underneath the arms and like fireman throw him over his shoulder okay that's the perfect play is for ribbons to bunch him enough he slips he goes ass over tea kettle bobo catches him by the ankle <laughs> okay and then just like holds him out by one ankle as he rides ribbons off the stage to raucous applause yes okay love it great okay that was a very that was a very successful turnaround of that particular part of the act we're going to go back to uh mort and leland mort what did you get on your investigate i rolled a five well, I did notice my investigators. Uh, yeah, this is definitely an investigate. Uh, in that case, I got a two. Okay. So here's what you see from an investigate. Um, they do have like a schedule laid out of like when they go where and what they deliver when. Um, you will notice that like this is a very old schedule. It looks like it's been years since it's been like completely redone. It's just they keep scribbling over and like changing things as they go through. So there was like a regular three meal a day type service thing that happened in the upper levels for like the high royalty and stuff like that. But recently that has completely changed. And in fact, you see nothing about any meals being taken by the higher ups in this area. I mean, there are like ministers and stuff like that that have meal service still, but not the kind of like inner core group of ruler class in this area do they just like order people up to the rooms uh, perhaps <laughs> whatever they order does not come from the kitchen specifically but what you also see is uh there are like hours listed out of like do not disturb times that last basically through most of the daylight hours 
and you are currently in mid-morning. And around 8 o'clock is when the do not disturb hours end for this kind of group that don't get meal service. But if they need anything else kind of uh, delivered to them, that that's when it starts to happen. So, you know, do with that what you will. But chances are pretty good that they are not active during the daytime. Leyland, um, I don't know what Ephraim looks like. You obviously do. Do we just sort of sneak around and try and find him or... You know, like open all the coffins if they're in coffins and oh, see man. which one's him or if if Ephraim's here, he'll be in the east wing on the third floor, laying on a velour couch, facing the window. He likes to see it. <laughs> he likes to look out. He doesn't like to be too high up. Third floor is good. That's like third what, thirty two foot? Any higher than that, he starts to get the heebie jeebies, you know? So he'll be there. You know, Persian rugs underneath underfoot uh and that's where he'll be if he's here third floor east wing looking out the window velour couch are you sure about that <laughs> that seems very specific <laughs> I, I mean you asked me if i knew the man i told you i know the man You're not, do you know his habits yeah i know his habits it'll be rain if god wills it come on well, then should we sneak up there then <laughs> third floor east wing probably <laughs> <laughs> so I will as the uh as the DM I will tell you that like that is a level of specificity I'm not going to let you have but the statement that he will be surrounded by finery like the idea that he will be in a place where he is surrounded by wealth is very likely accurate. Uh so that is a good read on Ephraim's character. Uh but the fact that he's specifically on the third floor east wing no, I've just uh, well, I've updated my map and moved him somewhere else. I was going to go up there and be like, oh, shit, did I mean East Wing? I meant, is this your card? No, is this your card? I play D&D like I play Battleship. Real boats move, so, so do characters. Yeah, no, so that's fine. You guys do get the feeling that, like, this... I mean, this castle isn't enormous. The, the keep itself is pretty big, but the but the inner castle itself is not huge. But most of the stuff like on the first floor is all, you know, servants areas and uh, general entertaining areas for like bringing in and meeting people. A lot of like the residence areas for people that live in the castle are all upstairs. Um, you do notice, though, that as you guys are kind of like milling about in the back rooms of the, the kitchen area, you do notice like some guard like run in and go upstairs real quick. And then they run back out with like three or four other guards with them. And they're all excitedly talking about some dude who had just slipped on some potato peels outside. You're welcome, boys. Uh, should we should we have a look around then? Head head up and see what we can see. Yeah, absolutely, we should. Let's. I'm I'm Ma- Mas- Maskley McClinsley Maskley Maskley Dean Judd, and I can go anywhere as long as I got potatoes. I'm I'm Prin- Prinsley something or other. Yeah, let's go up these steps. Let's traipse the light, fantastic man. Uh, let's go. I I pick up a tray of. Potatoes. No salt. Hypertension. Uh, as you guys start to head up the stairs, uh, your friend from earlier is like, "Hey, hey what, what are we? What are you guys doing? You, you can't. You can't just go up the stairs like that. What are you? What are you guys doing? Mask? Like, come on. You know better than that. I was testing him, and guess what? He failed. Oh, was I not meant to? Oh, I'm, nope. I'm you sorry. Failed. 
You sneaky musky. I was I was testing you. I gave you the I gave you the book of instructions of what not to do. Quick, I didn't read friend it. Whose name that I definitely know. What does the book say about the steps? You instruct him. This is a test for you too to see if you're ready to be promoted. Tell Pringsley. Uh, roll, roll a deceive. That is like my second highest. Ah ho! A plus a four. Okay. This guy kind of narrows his eyes to a certain extent, and he goes, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, someone just randomly trying to head upstairs for no reason, or maybe testing people to go upstairs. Seems like the kind of thing someone who was maybe unhappy with the current leadership might want to do, you know? Someone like you? Oh, I never said anything like that. I never said anything of the sort. Uh, why would I be unhappy with the current leadership? What's not there to be happy about with the current leadership? I mean, no salt for a start. Well, I mean, of course. Why? Who wouldn't be upset about the lack of salt and all the other things that are going on around here? But most importantly, yeah, the lack of salt, sure. And all the other things. He kind of like winks a little bit and thumbs his nose a little bit. He's he's really laying it on a little There's thick. There's so many other things that I, I just hate so... Uh, what's your top two things you hate? You go first. I'll tell you my top two. <laughs> Okay. Things, but oh, there's so many things. Used to be on Thursday afternoons, we could just leave at 445 yep. because it was Thursday afternoon. Right. And that was the day that you could go out, you could pick yourself a potato, you could have it out in the sunshine. It was a wonderful You just thing. dip it. And now they started saying, you're staying in until five. And also, we're going to dock you for the potato. <sighs> so it's like, what's the point? Honestly, if I'm not getting the free potato. They're going to nickel and dime you. You know what I mean? We need class solidarity. With every potato. With every potato. No, nothing better yeah. than taking a spud. Yeah, so that's frustrating. That's frustrating. Also, a lot of people just go missing. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's kind of un- unsettling, really, when you put your you put your finger on it. Um, yeah. I don't love that. And, uh, you know. it's, it's one of the other things you hate, the um, the, the room that, you know, Ephraim's decided to, to stay in. Yeah. Which, which room is that that you don't like that you staying in that room? Oh, listen, listen. I would. I. I don't know what you. What you fellas are up to. I, I'm not putting my nose in anywhere. It's not supposed to be. But I mean, listen. I'm just an honest, innocent kitchen worker. I mean, do I hear things? Do I hear of people asking things about things? Sure, sure, sure. But I've never been up there. I don't know what. I don't know where Ephraim's at. I'm just a simple kitchen worker named Resume Letterhead. <laughs> and honestly, if if I could tell you anything more than that, I would. I really would. Yeah, oh, I just I hate I hate all I hate the things so much when they happen. Every time oh, not getting to leave, it really God I, when it happens to me, you know. I would really like to as the peasant of the year, you know, I've been I've been I've been tasked union foreman and i'm gonna i'm gonna bring up these complaints with ephraim oh you're with the you're with the the union that's starting to start up around here huh yeah and i'm gonna go tell ephraim i'm gonna say hey hey ho ho these demands gotta go look for that union label when you are buying you know i'm gonna oh i'm gonna tell him so many things if i knew where he was resume do you know I'll I'll give him a list of demands. I'll tell him. I can't wait to tell him. 
Well, he's, I'm, I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's upstairs sleeping somewhere. I don't understand. They're gone. They're sleeping pretty much most of the day. God, it's because uh, of the drugs that he I, does all night. I mean, here's the thing that's confusing to me, though, uh, for just like a quick second, hmm. if I, if I may interject, uh, of course, uh, maskly, is that you know the other day mm-hmm. when the the whisper and witch was in <gasps> talking about the 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 union stuff mm-hmm. about like trying to get in information to us about unionizing mm-hmm. and like starting a collective so that we could collectively bargain for our rights and all that kind of stuff you didn't seem to be on board you were like oh i don't want to rock the boat you were very i don't want to rock the boat and then she said they were having a meeting in the alleyway uh well in about 15 minutes and you said well i won't be going to that i don't want anything to do with it but now you seem like you've turned it all around and you're kind of on board with it is what you're saying yep. you know why sniffing out rats i was trying to see who was gonna scab so i could scab them before they could scab us well that's smart that's smart that's some 3d chess you got it's going the on. only that's, types of d's that i like stuff. 3d doritos 3d chess so this meeting in 15 minutes now yeah in the alleyway out back behind the uh behind the 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 copper the the, the cobblers Cobbless place. We'll go. We'll get the more list of demands from the Whispering Witch, which is a normal name that is not scary and nothing bad will happen. And all she didn't even really whisper, which was weird. I don't know why they decided that was. But you know, they've talked about it for a while. Does, does she have a, a wart on her nose? I didn't look at her nose. I'm going to be honest. Uh, okay. <laughs> what way you look at? No, I don't want to know what you're looking at. I paid attention to my potatoes. That's it. My man and my spuds. Well. Resume es un placer, you know, el gusto es mío. All the time I spend with you, that's some Spanish. Oh, Primsley, let's head to the alleyway, but oh, then we're going to tell them about how much we hate the 15-minute delay from the workday. Ooh, I'm going to tell them so much things. I appreciate it, you know. What else? What else? Is there anything else you hate specifically? No, just that and the vanishing people. Yeah. Mostly. And like maybe some salt back. That would be okay. great. Those, be those three. Those three. Fine, fine. Any are, hey, is any of the vanishing people children just is there a chance we could save twelve to seventeen children? Listen. All ages. All ages. All sizes. All sizes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Don't know. Everybody's going missing. We're down like 150 people. That's Surely more a, than a 17. I think we got a plan. Surely a good a good percentage of them must be children. That I mean, would it be makes, it. Would be whoever found those children. Yeah. I mean, hurry up though, because they'll eventually grow into not children anymore. That's what I found. That's what I found. Whoever found yeah. them, no matter what they did, yeah. would be redeemed. Wouldn't you say? I mean, as long as they're not continuing to add to an ongoing list of of crimes that is uh, centuries old at this point. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, let's go see this witch, Pimsley. You got anything to add? I, I was I was talking a lot to resume there. Uh, no, no, I, I think we've, we've got it. Um, say hi to your uh, wife for us. Uh, uh, curriculum vitae. <laughs> oh, that's the that's the code word. Got it. Got it. I got it. I'm hip. <laughs> Au revoir, mon petit fleur. That's French. We're doing all the romance languages. Let's go, Pimsley. All right. As you guys approach uh, the cobblers, you see that like there are a lot of guards around the cobblers. and They're kind of turning this, the shop out uh, and like searching through it. There are like a lot of people around here. You can't tell if they're all just kind of looky-loos. You can see the alleyway beside the cobblers, but it's kind of blocked off by guards currently. As this uh, continues to be a problem for you, complete impasse just like a pokemon game where there's a team skull group 
kind of blocking your your route down a bridge. We go back to the ongoing activities, the show that Cameo Canada is putting on with uh, who's who's off the stage, who's coming off the stage at this point. Okay, so we did our first like act, our our intro, and that was us shitting on Jasper. Mm -hmm. The second Mm -hmm. act, we need to kind of we need to escalate. We need to take the crowd in a different place. So I am having the Tigriffs because the Tigriffs were going to accompany us. I'm going to have the Tigriffs all on stage having a very clear. We planned this one in advance. I don't have to do this one on the fly. I had to do the other one on the fly so that Jasper wouldn't catch wise. Okay, because he may not be smart, but he do be listening. So this one we plan in advance. All the Tigers are going to be on stage in like a semicircle kind of formation and having a very uh, a very normal and like blithe conversation about the weather. Mm. And then this performance is going to be a mix between uh, like an EDM concert and ASMR where they're having a very normal live conversation about a, a mundane topic like the weather. And then Yanoff, who is who is running the wild technical skills, the 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 dry ice, the light show, has it keyed up and like is doing this live, is like DJing a, a light and sound show live in accordance with like the plosives and the rhythm that the Tigers are having this very normal conversation out. So just like the one tech kid in School of Rock was able to <laughs> on the fly, on the fly improv a full light and smoke show, I'm expecting Yanov to do the same over this very normal conversation that the Tigers are having about the weather. Okay. Yes. You have uh, so so. This is going to be a, a few rolls. Okay. They seemingly are on my behalf. Like it seems like Tigers are going to need to roll. It seems like Yanov is going to need to roll. Yeah. Is there anything you're doing to support this? I think Cammy is is on the Yanov end. I think Cammy is like helping Yanov with everything. Basically, Yanov is like doing the controls, but Cammy is giving him the like and now and now and this and then. Like Cammy is like helping to pace it. Yeah, Cammy is queuing. Okay, so that feels like I mean, I don't know if this was intentional. That feels that feels like a notice type <laughs> thing, right? I'm look, I've seen my skills before. You can't fool me. I know what skills I got. <laughs> okay. That's that's two pluses and a minus. That's a four. Okay. Yanov rolled a three. That's so you bad. guys, the light show's amazing. <laughs> Every one of the Tigris <laughs> rolled uh, flat, even, or negative. Um, okay. Maybe we didn't tell them what we were doing. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's admit the fact that none of these people in this audience have s- probably seen a Tigris before. Mm-hmm. Anyone was prepared to go pay to see them in a freak show, and then that would have been perfectly fine. But these are, these are Tigris that are just having a, a nonchalant conversation yes. about probably the local financial markets oh also and great. Uh, are but i mean they're making some pretty flatly offensive points yeah they don't like poor people and 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 i just no. learned that cammy just learned that the tigers are very anti-poverty yeah. or yeah. anti like poor people mm-hmm. yeah it's not a great take no, of course for, not for the, for the tigers and i don't think it's endearing them yeah. to the people of this place or you not a good time for me to learn that the Tigers are fiscally conservative. Yeah, you know, like not a great right, time for that, right. I'm sure. Well, they're libertarians, Ugh, sadly, is what we've learned, is yeah. that these Tigers are libertarians. <laughs> but on the plus side, you're blown out of the water with the light show <laughs> and, the, and the smoke. 
So, <laughs> so people are definitely still intrigued. Mm-hmm. Is there a showstopper moment? Is there a finale moment? Is there a punctuation mark on this talk? Yeah, so I think that Cammy does do like make some moves on the fly because once Cammy understands that they're libertarians, because she just kind of told them to have a discussion, right? It's a TED talk, have a discussion, and then and then did this on the back end. So once Cammy learns what their opinions are and how, ugh, um, I think we're going to get to the point where they make some real asinine point about pulling yourselves up by your bootstraps. We let them go for like five minutes. And then once it gets to like a, ugh, I can't stand this anymore, we like hit the big button and there's a large bass dropping noise. And then uh, Bobo and Ribbons walk back across the stage in sunglasses this time and just blow a huge smoke in their face and like take the Tigriffs off stage, wipe stage left to go to the next (laughs) one. Just and then Bobo comes out and smokes right in front of them, pushes them off stage like a bouncer. All right. So Moore and Leland, you guys are at the cobblers. And again, an excited uh, guard runs up and he's like, hey, guys, guys, giant flying tigers. And guess what? They hate the industrial proletariat. So like and the guards are like high fiving like, yes, yes, yes. And they all like run off. To, they all run off to see the show, uh, leaving the cobbler confused, uh, but excited as he opens his shop back up to business and the alleyway is now clear for any ingress or egress. Okay, uh, we head down the alleyway. You head down the alleyway, and you are seemingly the first people into this alleyway. There doesn't look like there's anyone down here. It it was recently cordoned off on both sides. Absolutely chill, easy going. Nobody hanging out behind the cobblers right now. By your estimation, this uh, meeting of the union people and the Whispering Witch should probably be happening right now. Like it's taken about 15 minutes to get over here and then get things cleared out. And uh, it should be happening right now. You think the Whispering Witch got banished too? Uh, Maybe that's one of her spells. Maybe she's actually here right now watching us. As you say that... (laughs) Uh, the wall that you're kind of standing next to kind of shimmers a little bit and walking out from the wall is a woman and she is wearing a long cloak that kind of like changes in the light from like a mottled dark grayish slate color that is the exact color of the wall that she was standing against kind of loosens up and changes into like a sandy taupe color it covers her face uh entirely and uh she walks out uh, of kind of this this corner area of the alleyway and you can tell that this is more than likely the whispering witch that you guys were led to believe was down here hey um excuse me uh um, are you here for a, a meeting of some kind? She's going to turn away from you and look directly at Leland slash Spuds McGee. I've already forgot the name. Maskly. Maskly Judd. Uh, mask, maskly Judd. Honestly, so fucking rude uh, of me to forget. Uh, and turn directly to face uh, Maskly Judd and just say, Now, Leland Dakin, it's been about a half minute since I've seen you. <gasps> Curriculum verite. Well, if you're not going to do it, I'm going to do it for you. <gasps> That's the gasp you should be making right now with this dramatic reveal. Uh, the real twist, yes. Uh, I feel like Leland certainly at this point in his life assumed that most of his family was dead. Or at least some generation down the line by now that he could 
otherwise feel disconnected from in a way that would assuage his conscience should he ever run into them and feel the need to murder them like everyone else he sees. Uh, but this, this was someone he knew far too well. A certain someone by the name of Lila Ann Deegan. Gasp again. <gasps> That's the moment. Now, I'm sure there are millions of questions rolling around your head. Why is she here? Where did she come from? Why was her balloon over in that other place, uh, Jägermeister, or whatever it was called? Well, it was Jotunheim. It's important that you keep track of these things. You don't have to journal, but it's helpful. Um, and hey, the rest of those questions we'll get into next time. Right here at the Gilded Round Grog House and Tea Room. Tip your minotaur bartenders and I will see you next time. Hey, that was a really fun episode. I'm so upset that I don't get to be at this show that that came out of my bullshit high brain. I'm so mad I don't get to see that real show. <laughs> it would be enjoyable. <laughs> that was the stupid. If we ever do a live show as Brute Force again, <laughs> I want it to be this. <laughs> Where we do the performance. This was the performance this we did that got us into this thing. Got into, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, the fact that you left Yanov in his ball and his mini motorcycle like on the sidelines you're like no we don't need that actually we've got so many other things i had three acts so i wanted to do a weird one in the middle and then i don't know why i wasn't looking at how much time was left that's all right we'll pick up where we left off the show will still go on third act death ball with a uh, satchmo in the middle doing hat robotics yeah yeah what if lila ann is secretly good and she was just trying to teach leland a, mis- uh, a lesson and now they're gonna team up together to kill Ephraim? Who knows? Oh, I, I could, I know, no idea. I have no clue. I don't even know what character that was. Oh, I'm gonna yell. I'm gonna yell if it's lying. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, you solved all the riddles I threw in front of you. You solved my I- inattentive audience yeah. riddle. You solved my bad limerick riddle. You <laughs> solved my Pokemon uh, riddle. Wherein you just can't go down that road right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything, everything I could throw at you, you guys just defeated me soundly. I feel like well, you almost I'm on threw a me by making here. by making some of our uh, favorite NPCs libertarians. That <laughs> that was a curveball. Gotta say, wasn't hey, expecting you made them one. roll. You made them roll and, and made them and made them give a TED talk. And listen, when they roll as bad as they did on a TED talk. I'm sorry, but they're going to have some bad takes. It turns out that um, the way to fix any performance that might be flailing is to take a really buff, really cool deaf gorilla uh, and just and, yep. and walk them across the stage with cool sunglasses on and smoking and ashing on yep. people. Well, it's good. And it's a good thing that they did that at the time because they were just the, the Tigers were just going to pitch the audience on their uh, on their supplement <laughs> brand. The new supplement brand that they'd come out with. We were like a few more bad numbers away from NFT talk. Do you know what I mean? It was going to yeah. be bad. Yeah. Yeah. It was an NFT talk. Yeah. <laughs> non fungible tips. Uh, I apologize for the name resume letterhead, but it was the first two words I looked at when I looked down at the cardstock that I had on my desk from when I printed my child's uh, birthday invitations. So here we are. I, I started looking around for things on my desk that I could name someone after. Uh, all I could come up was uh, uh, Rodeo E-Liquid. 
wait, <laughs> wait for the next time that you guys meet uh, uh, the ineffable uh, bad boy that is Bud Seltzer. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm shocked. Actually, you haven't named an NPC Bud Seltzer. <laughs> yeah, Bud Seltzer. Yeah, you love Bud Seltzer. Who doesn't love Bud Seltzer? I do. I do. I do enjoy mm-hmm. a Bud Seltzer. You know who else enjoys a Bud Seltzer? My good friend Pat. Green blaster salad dip. Fuck is happening? You know who also enjoys Chupa Chups? I enjoy Chupa Chup. Metronome Tallywhacker. I was I was mid transition into Twitter handles, and I think you know. No, we got it. We we got a review before Twitter handles. Ah, fuck them. Hey, you heard the man. That oh, fuck them. The review brought to you by Patrick Rankin. <laughs> that's that's Pat's review of the review, but I'd like to hear the review. K is eight hundred and thirteen. This is one of my favorite actual play podcasts. It's so funny, and I love almost every character that's been introduced. I feel bad that Ooh. I said fuck them. Which one do you think she doesn't like? Then yeah, that's I, what I want to know. K K is eight one three. I would love, I would love to challenge you to really be messy in your reviews. Mm-hmm. Tell yeah. us. Full up. Give us another one. Tell, Tell us, us who you, you don't, don't like. Chunky Mick Kickflip. Just say it. Oh, just Tell try it. it. We'll hunt you down. Come out against a jazz. Yeah. Just say, uh, you know what? Don't like yeah. a jazz. Yeah, I don't Speaking like of a jazz. Bit Deus Ex Machina, really. <laughs> a jazz guy. <laughs> the anti jam tooth patrol oh. has to be out there. Oh so, yeah. Uh, yeah. They just gotta. Nope. Yeah. They don't exist. They're not allowed. I forgot. I forgot Moon Kevin, and I almost called him Moon Boots because I was gonna make Ooh. a joke about being anti Moon Boots. That's his. That's his middle name. His middle name's Boots. Moon Boots Kevin. He comes from a long line of Boots Kevins. <laughs> well, not no. The boys' middle names are Boots, and the girls' middle names are Cats. No, we're, no, no. You're not. You're not retroactively boots making cats, him a cats, beatbox cats, joke. Boots and cats. You know who love Boots and Cats? My friend Patrick Rankin. You can talk to him about boots and cats on Twitter at Patrick underscore Rankin. Maybe we don't know if Twitter's going to be there next week. But That's a let's great do it. point. That's if, a great if, point. If if you don't, you know, yeah, go on and talk to John. Newser <laughs> with the Z is a Z. Talk to him. Uh, if you don't want to talk about boots or cats, you can talk about oops with uh, Adam at the Adam Bash. And if you want a little bit of that untis, 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 you can always find uh, Miss Michaela Ray at Ray Not Romano on Instagram, likely. And if you want to get real messy and goofy and just fill fill the Twitter sphere with even more drama, you can uh, tweet the show at Brute Force Cast to tell us what characters you like and what NPCs you specifically don't fuck with. Do we still have the password? Who knows? Does anyone check it? Probably not. I, I check it every once in a while. It gives me updates and notifications. Also, if Twitter burns into a smoldering mm. pile of nothingness, you can always just follow our Discord. Join our Discord and talk to us there. Tell us I'm what characters you love and, and dislike as well. Mm. Uh, you just have to go to, what is that? Uh, Bit.ly slash Yeah. Yeah, that's what we made the link. Take you right there. All right, and that's all the that's all the show that's fit to record. Honestly, everything else is going to be bad from here on that's out. It. So yeah, um, metronome tallywhacker till the end. Honestly, metronome tallywhacker. Um, post-its are magic. Post-its are stickums. Um, stickums are chicken. Chickens on a stick. Horse. Mm-hmm.